0: blog talk radio there you
1: go and there it is this is blog talk radio i'm the case actor today with dr dub carlin here as your host and i'm here with my good friend tessa Greenspan. good morning tessa good
0: morning how are you i am wonderful yeah you really
1: are yes i am well i'm,
0: so grateful, for that.
1: <laughs> I'm grateful too so this is the K factor where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. And I believe that on this platform what I'm doing is I'm delivering kindness. And the factors are these wonderful people that I introduce and all these wonderful ideas and practices and feelings and thoughts that we exchange in front of you. Now, I'm going to tell you, here's what, here's what today is about. It's now December. It's a time of celebrating births of greatness. How about Buddha? I mean, come on. We're usually, this time of year, Tess and I are both Christian women, and so we're talking about the birth of Jesus. Great, we can do that. What about a guy like Buddha? And we can throw their names out here. But who was this being, and what sort of influence has there been on humanity as a result of, of his presence and the presence of anybody else you want to talk about? You know, no matter what your faith is, You are guided by a philosophy of life that you have felt an influence from. And sometimes this is conscious and other times they not so much. So during 2020, what can you assign your mind to regarding what your guiding principles have been and where they've emerged from? In 2020, I've had a lot of people, mainly kids, you know, like in their 20s, say to me, yeah, my parents are this, you know, my parents are that, but I think I'm, I think I'm really more Eastern in my philosophy. I think I'm really more Buddha-like, and I say to him, Well, what does that mean? What do you think it means to be Buddhist? And you know, what they tell me is peaceful. And I say, Well, I'm a Catholic, and then we think <laughs> I think that's pretty peaceful too. So how are you different? So what do you think, Tessa, when, when you hear people talking
0: about these things? I think that there is something really good coming from every single thing and, and every belief. I think that it really is most beliefs, you know, we can have ours, and I have a deep faith myself.
1: unshakable. you and me both. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, so, you know, I think it's really important to honor other people's beliefs and religions. There is so much really good coming from many of them, such as uh, there are so many writings on Buddha. Yep. And there are so many people that are peaceful and whatever, however, that they follow Buddha. So, you know, I don't feel that it is our place to um, say that isn't right. Oh, no. At all, because everybody comes to their source in a different way. And so I think that if if your religion or whatever it is gives you peace and joy, happiness, and and I say the peace that passes all understanding, and... The peace that passes all 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 understanding. understanding. That's my my thing. I say this to many people many times. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means that... Uh, there is so much peace that you can't even understand it. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. So that we can't even put it into words, and that's really my goal is to have this peace that passes all understanding, and to let my light shine, and for me to be guided to where I can help and be of service to
1: people. So I want to make sure that I'm understanding you right, because I'm maybe it's my I have too much hair on my head, but I want to make sure I heard you correctly. So <laughs> you're saying peace? Say it again. Peace that it passes all understanding, and that's it a passes biblical. All that is understanding.
0: It. That's biblical. Yes, yes it is. Uh-huh. There's a passage.
1: I don't know where. I mean, we can Google a <laughs> I believe that you. Passes I, all understanding. Yes. I'm peaceful that. about yeah. it, and I and I choose to. To believe and understand exactly
0: what you're saying, because you're saying it. I think this is really a good word, even for us to even look at even more. But peace, peace. How many people have the peace? And you can feel this. There is an energy that goes with all of this. You can tell if a person when you go into your room, you can tell if a person oh, is really upset yes. or peaceful. Yeah. So this, this word, we could we could have a whole. Um, session, or are, are, are a show, yeah, <laughs> on peace because a lot of people have a lot of different ideas of what peace yeah. is. Okay.
1: You so know what? My, it's our it's our show.
0: We could do that right now. Okay. Well, my my piece is for me to not be troubled by anything. To know that I have a source or God that watches over me, and I don't have to worry. Worry is not peaceful. Boy, that is being so true. Being upset about yes. things, being yes. hateful, uh, and so many other things that are going on, it really hurts them. It hurts their physical body also. When you are so angry and so hateful and so yep. just hate, yeah. this is really very bad for all of your organs. Yeah, it is. And everything else. So it's really learning um, to let it live and let live. Um, so I choose joy. That is another of my songs, and this is one of my things. I choose joy. No one can ever move me off of that. I choose joy. Yeah. Well, you
1: know, I love, I love it that we're talking about this. Now, let me tell you what I did. I pulled up on our other screen here. You know how I love to play these wonderful games mm-hmm. here. And... um I'll do, for our, for our listening and our viewing audience, I'll do, I'll do a little lovely screen share for us so that we can take just a brief little tour and see something. Um, so when you Google Buddha, uh, Buddha was born with the name Siddhartha Gautama. And he was a teacher, philosopher, and spiritual leader who is considered to be the founder of Buddhism. He lived and taught in the region around the border of modern-day Nepal and India sometime between the 6th to 4th century B.C. You know, it just blows my mind that we you know, have historical records from that, that long ago. And so he's known as a religious leader who lived in ancient India and he's revered as the founder of the world religion of Buddha and worshipped by most Buddhist schools as the enlightened one who has transcended karma and escaped the cycle of birth and rebirth. Now, I have to tell you, it's interesting because I never thought of that part of Buddhism in terms of stopping the cycle of birth and rebirth, but... One of the things that they say about Buddhists is they they seek to to reach something you and I are actually talking about, which is the state of Nirvana. And and supposedly, and I remember in in, in high school reading the book Siddhartha, which was wonderful because it was about Buddha, Siddhartha Guat Guatama. He went on a quest for enlightenment around the sixth thirds sixth century B.C., and he said there's no belief in a personal God. They believe that nothing is fixed or permanent and that change is always possible. So, you know, the thing that's interesting to me about this is, and I think that this is true in any philosophy and in any faith, and that's why I love it when when you and I are talking and you bring to me biblical references, because I don't have many I know the stories, and, and yet I don't relate them exactly. I know the Psalms, and I don't, you know, know exactly. I have to pull out a reference, right? I know my prayers for sure. And my faith, like yours, is unshakable. But, you know, people put these spins on, on what, what a philosopher said, what that particular religion means, and we do it with so much naivete, So I do believe the beauty of talking about peace is, you know, it's equalizing, isn't it?
0: But even just talking about it brings peace, and how you talk really is also a way to bring peace. Let's back up to Buddha for just a minute. Yeah. I know several people who are devout Buddhists, and I... You, they are one of the most wonderful people that you have ever met in your life. So we all have different ways of coming to our center. You know, Buddhists don't believe that, that spirituality is, is uh, permanent. I do believe that. I believe that I have an inner guide. Um, you can call it the Holy Spirit. You can call it whatever you want. I know without any shadow of a doubt. I have no doubt whatsoever. And I think this is really important for you to, when you get into it, whatever religion that you decide, it's really important for you to know that you have this inner guide, inner being that loves you beyond compare. Yeah. We, can't, we cannot even envision how much we're loved. It's really important for us to learn to love ourselves yeah, as
1: absolutely. much as we are loved. Absolutely. I, I love that you said that. You know, with... December being a time of celebrating births, um, I I look at I look at um, December as this time of great anticipation of the remembrance of the birth of Jesus. Whatever you think Jesus is, if Jesus is really the Lord, if Jesus is really the Savior, if if Jesus is really the Holy Spirit. Um, I love every bit of playfulness around December. I love the decoration, the foods, the traditions, the ambiance of it. Um, I could no more go to Bermuda in December for Christmas than I could take a flight to the moon. I want to be where there's snow and Christmas caroling, and I want to be back two centuries to celebrate that and the anticipation of... Of Christ, of Jesus, of a Savior, for me, especially this year, brings me tremendous peace and inspiration.
0: And this is really what is so important for all of us Mm -hmm. that is to find our center and the peace that passes our understanding. So, this is really what life is all about, and then come back to that center. Keep coming back to it. We're thrown off, sort of like waves oh, in the yeah. ocean. You can be thrown off, but it's really important for you to keep coming back to your center, to the peace that passes all understanding, and find ways. way. And, and um, I have written a lot of different things on how to come back to the center. It's really a, a lifelong practice, but it's really the thing, what gives you peace? That would be a great question for us to ask all of our listeners and and viewers, what brings you peace? It would be really important for you to just sit with that. What brings you peace? And then work at making it more a way of life. I can tell you,
1: Tessa, that this year, you know, there's – it's really funny because when I think this year, this year, I think, okay – I've lived a lot of years so far, you know. I'm in my I'm in my 6th decade of life. So, I've had a lot of days. I've had thousands and thousands of days. And there've been rough patches where I've had to look at during this period of time, what did I do that really brought me peace? And it shifts somewhat, but the one constant in my life has always been unshakable faith, you know, times even when I would really be bereft because someone had died, you know, someone died and there was a tragedy and, you know, I've I've got vivid memories of standing in either my house or on the lakefront in Chicago and just screaming and saying, you know, kind of just like Jesus on on the cross. My God, why have you forsaken me? Where are you? Why am I in so much pain? Even then i 'm demonstrating my faith because i 'm still calling God and calling him in, and there 's peace in that. Other things that bring me really true peace and centeredness are swimming when I am swimming it 's like i 'm swimming in the in the body of mother nature i am I am I am afloat, and with, with my motion and energy, I am breathing and feeling my entire physicality, and feeling my spirit, and feeling the grace of nature. Um, the other thing that really brings me peace, Tessa, is that I I awaken in the morning, and before I can get carried away with anything, I am saying thank you, and I am in gratitude. <laughs> And that takes everything and brings it back in my control, my focus of thank you, gratitude,
0: wonderfulness, splendor. If you did nothing else but say thank you and be great and find all of the things that you are thankful and grateful, and I've said this many times. Yep. The more you are thankful and grateful, the more you will have. Yes. That will come into your life to be thankful and grateful for. It's a simple thing. You know, there are people who I say or feel that they're victims. You know, I don't have such and such, whatever. It really isn't about having anything. No. It is really the inner peace that you have and how to get back to it, no matter where you are. You know, I, I was listening to a gospel song this morning. My mother sang gospel songs all the time because it's a way for her to help herself. Yes. It was a way for her to feel peace when she had, and and I have all of these songs that um, really describe what she was going through. I mean, it was really something, so it's really, I'm saying this, and she had so many obstacles that most people could not even withstand them. But she found a way to sing gospel songs, which soothed her. And I'm saying all this because it's really important for us to find, for us to share. It's so important to find something that soothes you, whether it be peace or breathing deep, whatever it is, or singing a gospel song or singing a song that makes you uh, light up. Find these songs. There are many things that you can do if you are having a bad day or if you're thrown off. A happy song. You know, I have three or four songs that I <laughs> that I play every day. <laughs> and it helps me. Yeah. Things. So it does. it's really it funny, does. and I would really like to encourage every single person to find something. Find a song that makes you happy and then put it on your message and play it over and over again when you are are thrown off. Yeah. Or being grateful. Think of all of the things that you have to be grateful. For, and saying thank you. So all of these things, there are many ways. It isn't just one way, but I think happy music is really a great way to get you out of the doldrums. And it's really important at this time of our lives, in this year, to find things because there are so many things that could make us angry, could um, be so depressing, many other kinds of things. So it's even more important now to find things to put you back in the center. Love yourself as much as you're
1: loved. Yes. You know, when you talk about songs, our mothers both sang, and my father whistled, um, kind of like Roger Whitaker. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's the whistling genius, I think. And, um, and I love the way that he sings. I think he's from South Africa, actually, and he's got this beautiful accent. And, and my, my mother would sing, and my father would whistle along, and it was beautiful. And then I would sing with my mother, and my father loved it when we would do that. And my mother and I love the sound of music. I can sing the entire score, but The Hills Are Alive is one of our favorites, and Edelweiss.
0: It's beautiful.
1: The Hills yes. Are Alive with yes. the sound of music. Yes, and then Edelweiss. And it, it, quite frankly, uh I've sung that song, those two songs, and it's funny because my family thought on my mother's side that they were Polish until a relative demonstrated that we were actually from Austria. And I thought, The Sound of Music. <laughs> I really am. I'm, I can be Mary Poppins. I can be uh,
0: Maria. Maria. What you've done, and, and this would be good for to share, is that you have brought yourself back to something that makes you happy. Yes. And, is exactly what The Sound of Music that Mm -hmm. makes you happy so it's so important and I urge every single person to find a song that you just resonate with and that makes you happy yeah over and over again
1: yes so another couple of songs for me I know we've we've done this before (laughs) so this is repetition you learn by repetition friends yes so this is repetition you know what I just noticed is really cute and this will motivate our listeners to go over to YouTube and look at our video, It's the color sweater you have on underneath, over top, your black top, It's the color I have on underneath my gray sweater. <laughs> so we're both cozy dressed here. And it's nice that we're color coordinated without having to talk about it. But the, the other things that I remember, my father was so funny. And so talk about celebrating lives. I celebrate the life of my mother and father, I think, daily, truly, because I'm then so grateful for my life, right, and that they came together. But my dad loved uh, Jimmy Durante, and he would sing, and he would sing, Inka Dinka Doo, and I just, I would hear that song as a little girl, and it just cracked me up, you know, Inka Dinka 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 Doo. And I just thought, this is hilarious. What, this grown man with this huge nose He's singing this hilarious song and he's got this funny look on his face. And then I would I would watch in black and white on the television uh, Louis Armstrong singing, and just what a, an incredible talent and his voice and everything about it. Let's talk about peace yeah. and the peace. Well, that's of those
0: my favorite no, Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. That's, wonderful world. world. that's one of um, the three. Yep. Four songs that I play read. What a wonderful world. Yeah. I see skies of blue. Yeah. I, I, this, I, know, I love it, that yeah. is one of my all time favorites. Yeah. And think about that. What a wonderful world. And yeah. if you let that just resonate with yeah. you, what a wonderful world. Because it is a wonderful world, no matter what's happening. And again it's all in how we look at every single thing in life. Yeah. We can switch it. From being negative or upset or whatever choose something, play a great song. You know, another great song that I love is called Celebration. Yes, by Cool in the Game. Yes, it's the party going on right here. Right, a Celebration. <laughs> the best throughout the year. You know what? So, good times.
1: Here's here's what I'm going to do. I am going to today when I upload this episode and place it onto the playlist. By the way, on our new YouTube channel. This is a big announcement. The announcement is drumroll please that that we now have for the K factor a new playlist, a new channel actually on YouTube and it's called Partners in Excellence Media. And here's why. Because guess what friends? We are the news. We here on the K Factor. All about kindness. All about goodness. All about—it's a wonderful world. We are the news. We can get caught up in the in the icky dark side, yucky icky cock-a-doodle-doo of things, but guess what? We have a choice.
0: Absolutely, and we like it's one this of better. Our favorite thing. Yes, yeah. you have a choice every single day, every single minute. Yep. We have a choice. Yep. You know, there are many people who aren't aware of that, that they do have choices. I uh, know. There are people who do not know that they have a choice. You can choose your thoughts because thoughts are Oh, the my thing. goodness. Yeah. You can change your thoughts. So many other things. And so I think that one of the the really important words is choice. Know that you have a choice. I, you know, I even have a little thing out that I'll send you Um it's really about taking a, a chance, and it's about choice. You know, um,
1: our friend Richard Flint, who is another co-host, he takes a word every month out of the year, and he focuses on it in his, mm-hmm. in his seminars and in, in our shows every month. The idea of choice for us right now, I think is exquisite Tessa because we all have a choice for how it is we're going to look at 2020. I keep he- I keep hearing people say, "Oh, I can't wait till this year is over." Hey, do not ever wish for time to pass so quickly because on our last breath, we wish that we had all those moments back because there's never enough of life. We have a choice for how we decide to frame our perspective about 2020 and what this year has been like.
0: That, that is very true.
1: Yeah. And so what is your choice about
0: 2020? Well, I fear that 2020 was a phenomenal opportunity to really uh, find and, and live of what is really important to you, your family. You know, it's really coming back to the center of what was. You know, if you're in a house with others, that everybody's eating together. Oh, yeah. No one is, is uh, flying off the handle going here or there. So it's really, um, I feel, I mean, I've made the most of this. I am yes. taking classes. I've taken classes on Zoom. I'm doing a lot of writing. I am um, speaking, doing a lot of speaking on Zoom, doing many, many things that I didn't have time. I am learning many things that that I haven't taken the time to. There you go. So also that there are so many things that are coming as a result it's all on how you look at things as a result there's going to be so much more zoom calls there's going to be so much more ways of being efficient mm-hmm. there's going to be so much more um, intellectual property and how we yeah. can do things so it's really changing and it's adapting also if we can't adapt then we're lost. But this year has been a way of adapting, you know, adjusting. You know, my goal also was I am going to make very good use of this time. I'm going to really up my immune system even more. I am eating nothing but organic foods. So, again, it was another opportunity rather than eating cakes or whatever, um, and I don't eat sugar at all, but... (laughs)
1: of the news we have a clear picture of a kinder, gentler, more polite cleaner society of consideration and if we can do that then we've reached an important goal and guess what, we're at the end of yet another episode so I think our closing I know, I think our closing words are make the choice our word is choice for peace Make the choice for love and harmony, and make the choice that your food is your medicine for healing. So make it healthy and organic. And on that note, Tessa Greenspan, another Tuesday Talks with Tessa has been delightful, and I thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. All right. So hang with me, Tessa. So this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin, and my co host, Tessa Greenspan, and this is Tuesdays with Tessa. And, again, it's the K factor I brought you to think of today. So here we go. This is it. Goodbye. Okay.